Hey everybody, welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David, as always. Great show today. We have Adam of Tyson 2.0, which is exactly what it sounds like. Mike Tyson's new weed brand. They've got pre-rolls, they've got flowers, they've got edibles. It's a great conversation about brand and what makes a brand good, celebrity endorsements and whether they work, how they've gone so far for them. They've also inked a big deal with Columbia Care, so they're in a lot of other states. It's a great story about scale. Uh, it's it's really good episode. Fun, fun. Mike Tyson and weed, how does it get any better than that? Adam is great and open and honest and has some really great experience that he brings to the table. Uh, anyway, guys, I loved it. I learned a ton. You're going to learn a ton. Tune in, listen up, get acquainted. Hey, if you listen to the show all the time and you get a lot of value out of it, do us a favor and go write a review. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, wherever you listen to it, write us a quick review. Thanks for doing that, guys. If you are a brand that needs money, if you need to finance orders, if you need to grow to other states, but you don't want to give up that precious equity, you've worked so hard for it, you need to talk to Bespoke Financial. They've created a proper fintech platform to help you get money in the door quickly without diluting your company, without giving up any equity at all. Go see the homie Judson and George. Get that cash in the door and fund your scaling, fund your growth. Thanks for supporting independent media, guys. Really appreciate it. All right, let's get into the episode with Adam of Tyson 2.0. Adam, so nice to meet you, man. Thank you for uh, for being on the show. How, how are you? I'm doing great, Brandon. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get started on an easy one. What is Tyson 2.0? Um, so yeah, just a Tyson 2.0. It's a new cannabis company we formed with a uh, legendary boxer and entrepreneur, uh, Mike Tyson, um, where we're bringing plant-based medicine to the masses, um, trying to get, you know, Tyson 2.0 products in the hands of all Americans in need of plant-based medicine, um, or that just want to be a part of the Tyson tribe. Um, you know, whether, it, whether it's a need, need it for, um, you know, to support anxiety, relaxation, pain, relief, mental health, um, or just personal uh, recreational use where we're here to support it with um, high quality product at, at a reasonable price point. Yeah, tell me a little bit about the product, if you would. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we launched with flower um, being the most popular category in the cannabis space. Um, followed by pre-rolls. Um, all of our products are actually Tyson approved. When I say Tyson approved, I mean, Mike is, unlike most celebrities, um, he's, he's deeply involved. I mean, he's as authentic as it gets. He'll come by my house when we get new products to do R&D. I'll go by his house uh, Sunday afternoon to, to sample all the new strains before they hit the market. So he can decide what what's approved by Mike to, to enter the markets. Again, everything we sell is Mike approved. Um, he goes through all of our R&D and, and, and ensures he's enjoying the product. Um, and again, for his, you know, uh, in, uh, his medicine needs um, uh, before passing it off to the, uh, the consumers. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think Mike is, is well known for his cannabis consumption, which is a really cool thing for someone that is as big as he is. Um, you know, everybody has sort of a celebrity endorsement today, a lot of different cannabis companies. 
Why do you think this one is strong enough um, to win? And and I guess maybe as a precursor to that, this is Tyson 2.0. So what happened to Tyson 1.0? So so Tyson 1.0 was Tyson Ranch. It's no longer an operating entity. Uh, Tyson 2.0 is the new company. um, And with Tyson 2.0, we have the right management team in place with operational expertise. um, And again, decades of cannabis experience. and I mean, just with what we've been able to achieve in the last, you know, 90 days since inception, uh, we launched, you know, first product sold was um, in November of 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been in a market with Tyson 2.0 for about 90 days, um, in which we've, we've made history. Um, you know, nobody else has done 18, an 18 state rollout. Uh, so we, we've, I'm sure you've heard, but we partnered with Columbia Care. Um, mm-hmm as part of our 18 state rollout and, and made congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Thank you. I greatly appreciate that. Um, so we've been able to roll out so far, uh, California, Nevada, mass, Michigan, Colorado, and Illinois. So that's our first six States. Um, we have another four States coming online, um, in March. Um, and Q2 will give us, uh, another three Q3. We'll get our final five, which will get us to 18 States, um, in 2022. Um, yeah, and, and the difference, back to your question, with Mike and other celebrities, my background in licensing and royalties for over a decade um, with massive brands like Pinkberry and Coldstone and, and in the fashion space and so on, uh, we worked with groups like Rock Nation and, and other celebrity management companies. Um, and we've seen, you know, dozens of celebrities, like you said, launch cannabis brands, you know, from Lil Wayne to Jay-Z to The Game to, you know, the list goes on, Willie Nelson and Cheech and Chong. Um, a few of which are, you know, I can say are authentic, but but some are less reachable than others as far as just connecting to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, why I took this on when, when I was approached by Chad and Mike was because of Mike's authenticity. Um, Mike has been a longtime advocate for cannabis, uh, and he's very open about the benefits of the plan and the impact on his own life. Um, so just hearing his story and what cannabis has been able to do for him was was a huge part of my decision uh, coming on to Tyson 2.0 um, and a huge part of the success. Again, I keep saying it, but the authenticity of Mike and the real purpose of the plant. Um, and, and again, I mentioned it earlier, but to help uh, with anxiety, relaxation, pain relief, and just tons of other mental health issues that we're having, especially today with everything going on with the the last couple of years we've had to deal with this, you know, the pandemic and uh, and COVID, just everything happening. It's um, I don't think timing could have been more perfect. But back on the celebrity point, um, Mike being real, authentic, um, actually using it for himself and being available. So I mean, Mike's out there. We just did a meet and greet last Tuesday in, in Colorado. Uh, where we had people lined up before sunrise and Mike's there shaking hands. He's real. He's, he's a people, a people person. He's, he's signing for everyone. He's going out and meeting these people and, and hearing their stories, talking to them. Um, it, authenticity is, is I think this a huge part of the success of Tyson 2.0 uh, thus far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does come down ultimately though, to quality of products. I mean, I think the user journey for a celebrity product goes something like, oh, well, I go into the store, I identify with that name, you know, Garcia, whatever, Bob Marley, I buy it. And then if it's good, 
well, great. It was a great marketing introduction to the brand. And if it's not, I'm never going to buy it again. So uh, have you guys sort of crossed that yet? I mean, how what's sell-through look like? Like what's, um, you know, however you want to quantify it, are people coming back? Yes, absolutely. So that's a great question. So our main focus is top shelf, high premium product, um, to the consumer. So a great example is concentrates. We could have went out with, you know, a live resin or, or, or less expensive concentrates um, where we would have done higher volume, uh, more revenue, and, and just, again, more dollars in the end. For us, it's not about the money. It's more high quality product getting in the hands of, of consumers across the nation. So we went out with live rosin, which is a premium product, smaller margins, um, and um, again, solventless. So no butane, no CO2. It's a solventless hash, live rosin. Um, and same, you know, that goes across the board. That's just one example. But same with our vape pens and, and our, our edibles that will be coming out in March. And uh, our flower, again, we're, we're doing smaller batch, high quality products. So we've stepped back from a few big deals because, which would have been great for revenue, but we, we felt we want to stick with like we just said, high quality product opposed to the volume um, and, and it's working for us. I mean, we've been able, again, in the, the California, Nevada, Colorado launches, we've you know, come out with top shelf flour um, and it's showed in our sales. We, uh, Massachusetts dropped, we sold out our, our 30 day plan in less than a week, which was great. Um, California, our first drop, we sold out. Um, Colorado, we sold out our first drop. So, I mean, it's been a success keeping it a limited, limited quantity so we can control the quality of the product mm -hmm. um, and we've also why it's taken us so long to launch all 18 states is because of quality control we're not ready to open a few markets until the genetics and the quality of product um, meet the uh, tyson 2.0 brand standards um, so we're pretty anal on that and coming from other industries where QC is just as important, like the food space, where we had, you know, hundreds of locations across the country. Um, we're playing a similar model where we're, we're ensuring our licensed partners are, are putting in our, our bags only what's approved and to our SOPs and brand standards. Yeah, I mean, look, you walked into the next question. Uh, that's a really good explanation. I think I find that the top shelf in these different markets is just a lot different, right? And so, you know, if we're talking about Colorado versus California or Massachusetts, I mean, how do you ensure the quality there? I mean, it's... I'm personally on airplane to be 100%. Two weeks ago, I was in four states in three days. Mm -hmm. um, nothing gets put in a jar unless we've actually done our in-house QC tests. Yep. We're touching every product that goes in our jars. Yep. Uh, okay. And again, slowing down the speed to market, but um, it's Mike's model, what, Mike's want, what Mike wants. And, and again, we want to ensure we're bringing the highest quality product in each market. And like you said, yes, each market's going to have different tiers. I mean, THC levels in California will, will outperform what you'll find in Delaware, Ohio, DC, and Mass. But um, the highest quality product in those markets will be what you'll find in a Tyson 2.0 jar. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Columbia deal, um, they have a, a tremendous footprint. So it's a great way to grow quickly. I'm sure that's part of the reason that you did it. Are you getting pushback from other big cannabis, other MSOs that don't want to carry you now because you're, you know, associated with them? 
That's a great question. And it's actually the opposite. Um, because of the hype around the Tyson 2.0 brand, the the buzz we've been getting, the feedback, the you know 30 million eyeballs on one video we got last week because of just the fun um, story around it all. We, we've had a huge success with the other MSOs. A great example is a state like Illinois. Uh, we have good relationships with you know five of the top MSOs in Illinois. Um, Columbia Care is our cultivation partner, but because of the relationships with all these other states, um, we're going to need to um, expand on our wholesale product selection just to keep up with demand because the Tyson brand has been sought after and, and in some certain markets that we are unable to keep up. We're, we're expanding on our, our cultivation um, partners um, to, to fulfill orders in all uh, partnered MSOs. So yes, you would think you, because we're partnered with Columbia Care that uh, Medman and Cresco and Verano and uh, GTI and Windy City may not want to work with us, but when you're selling high quality product at a reasonable price with a name like Mike behind it, um, we're able to partner with all of them and keep a friendly relationship through MSO partners. Um, and I can say being in coming from other industries, you know, from fashion to food um, and finance, um, the cannabis world is one of the most friendly um, interactive is, yeah. that I've ever seen. I've never seen, you know, competitors help one another like they do in, in this industry, which I love. And it shows the purity and just passion everybody has for the plant. And for me, I've been a cannabis user for 22, 23 years now. Um, I'm a huge advocate for the plant. I have a huge passion for it. And again, it makes me happy and smile just now saying, you know, and seeing uh, all these guys come together to make these, you know, get, get high quality, quality cannabis into uh, everybody's hands. Mm -hmm. um, talk about California for a second. You're in Southern California. I'm in Southern California. For cannabis brands in this state, it's like a knife fight right now. Like, it's just crazy hard. Um, how important is winning in California versus all these other states? You know, when you look at your projections, like, do you have to win here? Absolutely. Um, California, like a lot of industries, creates, makes, and, and can, can really parlay a brand into so much more. I mean, we see it in the fashion space. We see it in the food space. So many concepts come out of California, right? And we're seeing it in the cannabis space. We part, you know, uh, we partnered with dozens of states and or uh, eighteen plus states. They're all wanting can cannabis brands. So if you're a hot brand in California, you're going to be able to make it in other states. So yes, it is extremely important to make it here. Um, and we, I think, made a huge impact, breaking over a hundred stores um in again a lot of stores yeah uh, being in california there's you know 800 stores here i'd like to get that number up which we are um bill you know our team um continues to grow and we'll continue to expand our sales team and our outreach um and add additional dispensaries we went after some of the top stores in the state and stock top chains so we work with groups like one plant um which is a nine store chain here in california groups like MedMen. Uh, like Khalifa groups, you know, guys that have a lot of chain, uh, a lot of doors that, that can help us um, build the brand, get product to the, to the masses. And again, 
get get plant-based medicine in the hands of people in need. Um, but yes, in Cali, it does play a huge part. Hence why we've also done, you know, our new show, Strain with Straining with Mike. I don't know if you've seen the pilot we put out. I haven't, no. So what it, it's pretty much Mike reviewing all of our cannabis uh, products. So the first one, we went through everything we have, and then each show will be uh, category specific. But the first one we went through, you know, our blunts, our pre-rolls, our concentrate, our new gummies coming out, which I think are going to be a huge hit. We already have tons of pre-orders. If you haven't heard about it, you got to watch the video. You'll get a good laugh. It I will. Cool. Um, they're called Mike Bites, and it's actually a gummy ear with a bite out of it. Um, there's <laughs> 10, of, 10 milligrams each, 100 milligrams total in the bag. Um, really excited about that. And again, we've gotten so much feedback from all dispensaries requesting it just because being a cool, hip, new product. And um, I, I, again, it's funny. It's, it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> gluten-free and um, excited to get those out so we go through on the show we try all different products review them um, and again the first one's me and Mike but we'll be following up with a whole slew of uh, celebrities that will be again sampling and reviewing Tyson 2.0 products with Mike getting stoned on screen and, and it's just a fun way to that's fun yeah, to get the products out there, let people see what we're doing, some of the new releases. We did announce on the last one, a new beverage line we'll be doing. So we're doing some seltzers, mm -hmm. um, Tyson 2.0 seltzers, uh, THC infused, low dose. Um, and then we'll also have a Tyson 2.0 100 milligram shot, which is the knockout punch, um, mm -hmm. knockout fruit punch. Um, and that's a small two ounce 100 mil shot for the heavier users, um, opposed to, you know, a five milligram seltzer for more yep. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about delivery a little bit. I saw the partnership with High Times. Um, why High Times? So High Times, great partner. Um, they got, a, again, nine stores here in California. So excited to be partnered with them. We are in the midst of launching. It's already been executed. should be coming out mid-March. But Tyson 2.0 D2C. So we'll have our own direct-to-consumer. You'll be able to buy Tyson product delivered directly to your door. So uh, you want to have product delivered on Friday afternoon, you put in your order, we'll have it to your door by Friday at a specific time. Um, and it'll be in our Tyson box. You could also do your monthly subscription where we bring you um, a whole slew of products um, monthly, whether it's, you know, if you're a flower fan, you'll get a jar, a box of flour. If you pre-roll, concentrate, edible, depending on what category you're, you're catered to. So really and, excited. For and do you have a partner on that side, on the D2C side? Yes. Yeah, we partnered with a company called Ginger here in California. Nice. Yeah. Jin, Roy has been on the show before. Ginger's oh, been on the show. Yeah, Roy, Roy's a good friend as well. He's, he's a vet in the industry as well. Been around the block and uh, um, love working with him. Like I said, this industry is awesome. I mean, everybody, whether you're a competitor or not, everybody's friends. It's a small industry. Everyone knows everybody. And uh, I love the cannabis space. I mean, it just, it's one of the most fun times I've had in my life, especially working with Mike Tyson. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, man, you got a, you got a really cool job for sure. <laughs> um let's talk about the money raising process a little bit um how much have you guys raised and you know was this bootstrapped how much of this is mike's money take me through that through that uh journey well, i'm just gonna back up a second and let you know how i how this all came together because that plays cool. a part in the yeah. so our our chairman and co-founder is chad bronstein um Chad and I met through his tech company, a tech marketing compliance company called Philo. Um, Philo, uh, 
I came on, started helping them with uh, Philo and such. We built a great relationship there. We became great friends and started investing in multiple other projects together, including Wasana, which Mike got involved in. Wasana's on the psilocybin side. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad and Mike then approached me, knowing my history and my network in the space, to be CEO of Tyson 2.0. Back and forth, we we came together and agreed this is the uh, the right decision. At that point, Chad and I sat down together and put our heads together with our you know, both of our uh, huge networks in this space and myself coming from the finance world. Um, and we decided we were going to raise, um, raise some capital. Um, we went out to some of our partners, very strategic. Um, I can say, you know, almost all of our investors are big names in the cannabis space, um, mm-hmm. which has played a big part on our 18 state rollout and a lot of our brand collabs and, and some of our international discussions. Um, and we put we raised eight million dollars um, uh, as part of the partnership uh, with Columbia Care um, and the 18 state rollout. Um, and then some of the other partners we brought in, you know, guys like Soul Global, who I worked with, I was actually CRO there for a while. Uh, we brought in K2, Ambria, uh, Arcadian Capital, mm-hmm. uh, and many more. I mean, uh, JW. Um, yeah, the list goes on. I mean, we we tons of big name investors um, excited about it. Um, to be honest, we haven't had to use too much of our capital with Mike Star Power. We're able to grow pretty quickly with. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, also from the food space, um, you got to watch every penny you spend. So we're we're run we run extremely lean. Um, we have a small six man team, um, not including our our our. our street team and, and mar- you know, marketing and, and sales reps. Um, and yeah, staying lean and, and staying focused on, on executing our, our plan, 18 states and uh, three international uh, contracts in discussion. Very cool. Um, so one of the issues that doesn't get talked about that much is sort of the illicit market or, or illegal market that can, you know, still is around, especially in LA and in California. What do you think we do there? I mean, as someone that's selling legal cannabis and doing it the right way and jumping through all the hoops, like it must make you kind of mad. Yeah. Frustrating. It really is. And I don't know if you're seeing what's going on now. I mean, since COVID, it's gotten worse. And a lot of if you walk around dispensaries in L.A., most dispensaries have guys selling black market weed outside. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I mean, I, I did a tour not too long ago, a few weeks back, and my, I was blown away. I'd never seen anything like this. The fact these guys are allowed to stand out there. I mean, we, it needs to be heavily enforced. I mean, there's only so much the dispensary security can do um, to keep people away from their stores. There's only so much, you know, we can do. We, we, we continue to lobby and continue to play our part um, as well, you know, as do most of the MSOs and, and other partners out there. Um, but there's only so much we can do. We need the help of, of the authorities to really crack down. I mean, they, they, with all the tax dollars we're, you know, contributing, you know, you're seeing it, you know, millions and or billions of dollars in tax dollars annually across the nation. Um, they got to be putting more focus on cracking down on the illicit market. It's, it's unfair when we're paying our taxes and, and focusing on, you know, driving traffic and volume to legal markets uh, where products tested and you know you're giving safe product to your consumers yet we're not getting the help that i think we deserve on 
from the government? Certainly there is a government element that's not happening here. But I'm just shocked that in a place like California and L.A. where everybody's vegan or like they eat shade grown or whatever else, you know, they they're buying weed off the street. Like it just doesn't it doesn't match for me. You know, we're so I think education is a big part of it, too. I don't think a lot of people understand like you've probably seen test results before. I mean, as I have, if you look at these things, they're, they're testing for, you know, they're so anal with some of the testing that nothing will slip through the cracks. People don't realize when you're buying black market product, what could be the mold that could be there, the mites, the, the it could be sprayed with who knows what. I mean, there's so many issues that I try to get it out there. Everybody I speak to, anybody I ever hear that, that's been touching black, anything, I, I, I explain, I sit down and educate. I think education is a huge part of it. Um, people are always saying, oh, I want to save that 40% tax. I don't want to be paying taxes at the dispensary, blah, 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 blah. But um, they don't realize their health is at risk. And and again, when you're buying from the street, you got no idea what you're buying. Would you buy your produce from the street? And would you buy, you know? Um, exactly. You wouldn't buy fish, you know? Like, let me get some salmon. You know, like, no. <laughs> anyway. Never from the guy in the street corner, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's It's honestly, it's bizarre. I mean, we have a culture of it here. And so... We, un, I guess it's, it's developed, but like, you know, no one buys moonshine, you know, like all, I don't know, there's all these crazy. If, if the Biden-Harris administration would play a part and a bigger part in, in the Safe Banking Act and, and, and federal legalization, um, the decriminalization of cannabis, the, the, just all things related to the government, all this will play a huge part in cleaning up the streets and, and and focusing on legal cannabis the more and more the government can do to contribute and help us the the safer it will be and uh, for everybody out there mm-hmm. yeah and i don't want to hear about the safe banking act one more time i'm i'm disgusted if after it goes through seven rounds of the house and the senate doesn't even look at it but i'll stop ranting i mean listen i i feel you there the frustration i mean we've been talking about this for years and every year we're like, ah, oh, we're getting there. We're getting it. I mean, we end up in the same place. So yep. I understand. I fully get the frustration and, and hopefully it's sooner rather than later, because I mean, it's, 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 it's needed. Um, there's a lot of guys that we deal with lots of dispensary owners and stuff right across this country. And, yep. and a lot of them are struggling and such and could use uh, some help um, when it comes to banking. I mean, I don't think people realize the, the millions of dollars that are paid from banking op- or from cannabis operators just to deposit their money in the bank. I mean, it's crazy. It really is. Um, and, and access to capital for, you know, some of the smaller guys is also a challenge. So it would be nice to see uh, the government really put their foot forward and, and make something happen here. Absolutely, man. Um, what kind of consumer are you? You like flowers or concentrates, joints, bongs? What, what are you into? Uh, I, I, for me, it's therapeutic to roll my own joints. So I, I love flower, high quality, fresh flower. Um, big fan of the Tyson 2.0 toad. Um, one of my favorites, uh, as well as the intergalactic toad, two of my favorite strains uh, that we have here in California. Um, but yeah, I grind up my flower, roll it, um, and smoke it. I do eat edibles before bed. It helps me sleep. Um, but yeah, I'm a big, big joint smoker. I have been again for over 20 years and uh, mm-hmm. we'll continue that way. Um, vapes are becoming, you know, more and more popular as, you know, it's a discreet way to consume. Um, there's less smell. It's it's easily, you know, easily dosed. Uh, You're also for- getting better. 
They're just yeah, the quality absolutely. of them is way better. Yeah. You're spot on. I mean, they used to just be filled, you know, distillate vapes are still good, but I mean, I'm a big fan of the live resin and live rosin pens, uh, which are in the works for the Tyson line right now. We have some live resin and rosin pens coming out next month. Um, but distillate obviously being more affordable are, are the most popular pens. Uh, in mm -hmm. the yeah, of course. Um, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? If I wasn't doing this today, um, I'd be uh, continuing on my last endeavor of uh, continuing to open uh, dispensaries and help build cannabis brands um, across the nation. I mean, I, I was involved in the uh, one plant dispensary chain and cultivation in Florida, as well as the, uh, I was a co-founder and founded one plant in California. So we did nine stores here. We did uh, eight stores and 75,000 square feet in Florida. Um, and then we have another 28 stores in uh, Canada on that uh, chain as well. Wow. So it's really a continuation for you. It's not. Uh, a, yeah. I, for, for me, it's a passion. This, this isn't work. I have fun every day. I wake up every morning and say, I get to do this. Um, yeah. It's a privilege. And I'm blessed every day that I get to bring plant-based medicine to consumers. I mean, it's a. Uh, it's pretty pretty awesome uh, to think of where where we're all, where we're at today. So it is awesome, even with all the problems and shit. You have to look around and say, like, wow, like yeah. I, I, it's farther than I expected in my lifetime. To be yeah. perfectly honest, and, and appreciate you know the opportunity that Chad and Mike brought to me uh, to come in here and, and help make history with Tyson two So real excited for the continued expansion. I'm excited for the next quarter and and bringing doubling our uh, state count. Um, and excited for our international expansion into uh, Canada and further. Totally. Well, I think that's a good place to start to wrap up here. Um, thank you so much for joining us. How can we help you? How can the audience help you? Are you hiring for something or well, we would try some of the products? Yeah. 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 I mean, check out our product. We'll be available across the nation. I mean, uh, Tyson 2.0, you could check us out online. Uh, if you're looking for any of our merchandise, which has been selling out um, nonstop, uh, it's Shop Tyson two.com or you can go to tyson20.com and uh, go to the shop page you can also see our uh, straining with mike videos which are also on shop uh or sorry on tyson2.com um as well as our instagram it's tyson20 um come check us out yeah nice well thanks again man it was fun brandon thank you appreciate your time